I'm joined here today with Frankie Lantican of Vice. How are you doing, Frankie? Very well. How about you? I'm doing all right. So today we're going to be talking about Christmas, specifically Filipino Christmas. So for the listeners that don't know, Frankie, she wrote an article on Vice about the recent Disney commercial that really showcased Filipino culture and Filipino Christmases. So I guess my first question for you is how did you um, get started with Vice and how did you write the article? Okay, so I'm actually doing my internship with Vice. So I'm a creative writing student at uh, Singapore Polytechnic. That's my school. And I'm in my final year. And as part of my last semester, we all have to do an internship. And I, got, I went to the journalism path. And I don't know, I felt like I got lucky with this one. Vice was looking for two people and I got an interview. And then, yeah, I started mid-September. My internship advice started off with like newsy reports. And then my editor told me to do more personal stories. And uh, yeah, that's how that story came about. Yeah, that was one of the first few personal ex- stories that I've explored with Vice. That's awesome. Awesome. And I guess I want to ask you, like, how did you... I guess, react or how did you feel once you first saw the ad? Because obviously it went super viral within like Filipino communities. And um, I know for myself, I saw it all over my social media feed when I woke up that morning. Oh, for sure. When my editor sent me the link to the video, I watched it and it was just instant like bawling. Like I couldn't stop for like 15 minutes like no joke I had to go to the bathroom and like take a minute because (laughs) I felt like that video was so emotional and it just kind of hit something in me seeing especially since it's about a story about you know this girl going up abroad and she's trying to stay connected with her culture and I think also because like the use of the Lola was so touching to me my Lola died when I was two but then it I don't know it kind of like tugged at my heartstrings a bit and it kind of made me thought of her and I thought it was just a beautiful video that hit close to home. Yeah, I I can definitely relate because I didn't grow up in the Philippines. I, I grew up here in Canada. So it's most of the traditions that I experienced were just passed down from my Lola, from my Lolo and the generation before me. So I wasn't able to experience like those Christmases with all the paroles in the streets and I more so was just told about it. So, you know, to me, Filipino culture is really about like passing down your culture and passing down traditions. Would you say that's a fair assessment or statement? 100%. I definitely agree with that. Even though I was born and raised here in Singapore, felt like, I feel like a large part of who I am is still thanks to the traditions and Filipino culture and practices that my parents brought with them here to Singapore. So even though I don't, I can't speak Tagalog, but I feel like Mm. I still feel very connected to my culture thanks to all these practices that I feel like it's all about passing it down, you know, down further generations that I definitely want to bring to my kids. And I hope that my kids would take down with them as well. Yeah. And it's okay. I can't speak Tagalog either, like really well. And whenever I try, my family just makes fun of me because it has like an English accent, and then I'm just embarrassed. So it's, no, I feel that that's so mean. It's so bad. I can understand, but yeah, when I yeah. try, it's just really bad. It, yeah, it's a mess for me too. 
So um, I guess I want to ask you first, um, what's the Singaporean uh, Filipino community like? Because in Canada, I can tell you that, um, well, where I'm from anyway, Ontario, the community is really concentrated in this one area called the Greater Toronto Area. So there's like Filipinos here and there, but they're really in like small pockets. So, so I was wondering like, what's the Filipino community like in Singapore? Oh, um, well, Singapore is already quite small on its own, but there's a lot of Filipinos here and they're kind of just everywhere really. And yeah, I don't think like there's any like big events where a lot of them gather together for. I think it's mainly like a family thing. Like, you know, with Noche Buena and all that, like mm. families celebrate together. But yeah, that's as far as I know. Like there's a lot of us, but um, yeah, there's definitely a strong Filipino community here, but not that I'm aware of. They don't like meet up and gather in big, like, yeah, they stay within their own families. And my mom actually has a lot of, co-workers who are Filipinos and like because we're friends with them we will meet up for like family parties every now and then but yeah yeah Yeah, that's more more or less the same here too it's mostly like family and then people you know you get invited to their parties and stuff so I read your article and one part that really stood out to me is that you said you you spent time going back to the Philippines to spend Christmas there so what's it like to spend Christmas in Philippines for someone that's never been to the Philippines for Christmas. Oh, you've never been to the Philippines for Christmas? I've never been to the oh. Philippines, period, since oh, like I was really? born. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, every few years, we try to make it back. It's been a while, actually, I think, like maybe two years since I last went. But yeah, it's kind of like every few years, we'll try to make it back for Christmas. And the energy there is amazing you know visiting relatives i love it because i don't know their family and after spending so much time here you come home to see them and it's like it just feels like coming home even though like i kind of consider both singapore and philippines my home and Mm. the energy is incredible christmas music everywhere the paroles the food oh my god (laughs) noche buena there is insane and there's always kids coming by to sing Christmas carols. And yeah, I think it's a really good time. That's awesome. Uh, what's your favorite Noche Buena dish that you'd have in the Philippines? Um, I love sopas. Yeah. Mm, I love sopas <laughs> you eat too. Oh, yes. So good. And of course, the Christmas ham. That's a must have. So what sort of traditions do you guys have in your household, particularly when you're spending Christmas in Singapore? Like, what's the thing you do every Christmas, no matter what? Every Christmas, we brought the Noche Buena tradition here. So every Christmas Eve, the whole day, my mom will spend the whole day just like cooking all these fantastic dishes, whipping up the feast and preparing for when midnight hits. When the clock strikes midnight, we'll be seated around the dining table and we'll just dig in and there'll be Christmas music playing. And... It's actually really bad. When we were younger, my mom was super obsessed with making us believe that Santa was a thing. Mm -hmm, So every like midnight, my mom will be like, oh my God, Santa has your presents underneath the tree. And we'll come running out of our bedrooms. And then we'll (laughs) we'll be like, oh my God, Santa. And we were like, where is he? And my mom would be like, oh, you just missed him. He left really quick on his, on his sleigh. And we were like, oh, it's so bad. But yeah, 
the main tradition would be the Noche Buena dinner, which I love. And then usually the next day in the morning, we'll uh, go to church, attend mass, Christmas mass. And yep. yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful time. Yeah, I, I think too, going to mass on Christmas Eve for my family was yeah. something we would do every year. Just like a fun fact, Christmas Eve is actually my birthday. So yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> it's it's always a celebration, I guess. Like it's unavoidable. So we always like have a, a dinner, usually after we come from church. And then we usually don't wait to open gifts till midnight. We just open gifts after dinner. I don't know if it's like a Canadian thing or we just want to like go home and sleep. I don't know, but it's it's no, fun we, still. Yeah, we usually open ours the morning after, like the morning of Christmas. Yeah. So do you? Does that mean you get double the presents? I always get this question from people when I tell them my my birthday is on Christmas Eve. But yes, I do. <gasps> That's so cool. I love that for you. Yeah. Thank Thank God. I mean, if I was born on Christmas Day, maybe it would have been different. And, and another fun fact: I was like, uh, I, I get told this, but I was born twenty eight minutes, I think, before Christmas whoa that's so close yeah so i almost made it oh that's so cool though it's like double the festivity love it and i think too for me growing up because my birthday was on christmas eve a lot of um the anticipation i had for the night was about like getting presents and like it's my birthday so when i grew up anyways i felt like oh christmas is about me I, i can't wait to get my gifts but oh that's awesome i think like now anyways as i'm getting older and i spent time away from my family in university for four years i think it it really over the years it's become more about spending time with family as uh you know as we all get older that that type of sappy stuff yeah i feel like yeah when i was younger it was all about like christmas and gifts but now, uh, looking back, all the memories I've had with Christmas are all so memorable to me because my family was there and we get to enjoy each other's company and just spend time with each other. So I think family is the integral part of Christmas for me. Yeah. For sure. And even just the holiday season in general, like if you think about Christmas and then New Year's, that's usually the time where I'd always see my extended family every year like usually it's around that time of year yeah same for me it's always like yeah every time we head back it's almost always for christmas and new years so that's when we always meet back with family and extended relatives so um i guess you know i i don't want to bring a downer on the conversation but i mean obviously christmas is going to be super different this year because of covid yeah like i can tell you for um from here in canada in my region anyway we're, we're under a lockdown right now so as of that time we're not going to be able to have any in-person gatherings for four weeks minimum oh really so christmas might be in danger for us anyway but i mean i, I don't want to worry you but i i guess i want to ask you how are you guys adapting to celebrate your christmas this year with covid and everything going on with covid well things here are looking up lockdown isn't really as strict anymore in fact we're pretty much opening up and there's not as many cases but i believe gatherings are restricted household members are allowed to invite six people at most so 
we're all good actually but normally we don't invite people for christmas dinner for noche buena it's just uh the six of us here in our home so it's actually not going to be that different i guess the only difference is that we can't actually travel back to the philippines which is yeah. what we usually do so for christmases when we can't when we don't make it back we usually skype like our extended relatives and have dinner together sort of virtually so i guess that's going to be the main difference this year for sure and another point i wanted to really get to with the whole um disney advert and your article is the talking about representation filipino representation in like big media platforms like a platform that disney provided so i guess i wanted to ask you how important it was it for i guess you personally to see your filipino heritage really showcased on that level i think it was so important and so impactful to see someone who looks like me on the screen i think it's important to showcase more people of color stories and like unheard of stories that most of the world doesn't get to hear about so you know we can all find out more about each other's cultures and generally i feel like representation just makes people or at least me with the advert it makes me feel like i have a place in this world that people care about what i have to say so i think there should definitely be more stories like this and i hope to see like cuz it's very rare i think to see mm. filipino stories on the screen like i don't see it often and i just think it will be such an awesome thing if we saw more people looking like us on the screen cuz it's an indescribable feeling like i remember just seeing the ad and just like something in my heart like there was so much emotion there that it was indescribable and yeah i think representation is such a great thing and we should see more of it and i think too the great thing about the advert and i guess just uh, the filipino like culture of family it's really relatable i think for a lot of different cultures that are you know looking at it from the outside you know they can see that and they're like oh well i have a great connection with my grandma or my lola or you know someone that's older than you and you know the passing down of traditions thing i don't think it's just limited to a filipino family or filipino culture it's really you know the preservation of culture that's generally uni- a universal message i think so it was really great that we were able to see like you know that that particular filipino story i guess before we end this interview is there anything you want to plug just Ooh. in terms of like your work or sure um yeah if you just like search my name Frankie Lantikan Vice it yeah all my articles are there i'd appreciate if you would give it a read and should i plug my instagram can i do that you can you can do that for sure instagram's at @overjoyedpoet and yeah that's about it yeah that's really all i wanted to say okay well i'd like to thank you again for joining us today on the podcast Frankie Yes, thank you so much John. This is fun. This is a fun conversation and thank you so much for having me.